Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Kate Constable with you. We will get to our lightning bets in just a bit. But first, Kate, I have a college basketball question for you. And maybe it's more a question of sanity than it is anything else. Because yesterday, as I do every Thanksgiving week, I like to stick to college basketball, have it on the TV pretty much the whole day, every day of the week, up until I get to Thursday. Then, of course, it's all about football. But I'm watching the early games all the way through the night games until I go to bed. And I watched the Maui Invitational Championship. I watched Purdue win it all. I watched Jaden Ivey try to get contained. He was still able to to break through and get his double-double. And I'm starting to feel like a mosquito flying into that blue light, getting enamored by Purdue all over again, knowing full well that they have a really bad reputation once they get to the NCAA tournament. Should you be talking me out of placing Purdue futures bets right now? Yes, I should. I definitely should, and I will. Do you not remember them getting knocked out of the first round? A number one seed upset by a 16 seed? Purdue's a great regular season team. They're probably going to win the regular season Big Ten championship, maybe even the tournament. Paul doesn't agree with me, shaking his head behind the scenes. I don't trust Purdue in the the NCAA tournament. Haven't? What have they done in the last... 10 years in the tournament. They have, they okay. have the best player in college basketball. I'll be shaking my head at Ed. I, I agree with you. Oh, okay, good. Good. I was going to say, Paul, we maybe need oh, to have okay. a little sidebar right, because, yeah, no, Ed, off Purdue. No, you can like him during the regular no, season. Okay, so here's my question. Like, I remember that game. Like, it was a bad game for Purdue, and yes, like, if you're a one seed, that should never, ever, ever happen. Yes, I completely agree with all that. My question is, okay, over the course of the NCAA tournament over the last several years, what is it specifically about Purdue where they just can't hang in such games? Like, it can't just be, all right, they're nervous about the tournament. Like, I need something a little bit more substantial than that. Like, is it about style of play? Is it, okay, a big man doesn't perform as well because of three-point shooting, whatever it is. Like, it's something specific about their style of play that's bad for the tournament. Zach Eady's going to put up numbers. He's also soft. They're beating the hell yeah. out of him last night. Like, I, I and I think at a certain point that that comes home on you, like in a tournament, in mm-hmm. a do or die situation, the, team, the other team's out for blood. I just like, look, yeah, he's going to probably win the award, you know, player of the year award again. They'll be a top seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, as I was, and I was on Marquette, thank God for three and a half. Thank you for the hook. Um, but I, it just seemed like, yeah, he had the, the numbers were there, but just watching the game, like people are coming Marquette might have the play. Like they're coming around the, like his blind side, stripping the ball away from him, beating him up a little bit. Numbers were there. You can't complain about the numbers. It was a big game for him. I just think at a certain point, mm-hmm. it's going to bite them. Yeah. And maybe wearing down by that point. Yeah. Is extremely important. And they were two freshman guards last year. So maybe this year, a little bit more experience, but last year that was also kind of an issue because typically it's the guard teams with the most dominant guards that oftentimes goes deep into the tournament. Um, So Mm -hmm. I, yeah, stylistically Purdue's just not great in March. Yeah, I meant to say Zach Eady earlier, but yes, I that I think can make more sense in terms of, okay, are they focusing on the backcourt a good bit more? If you look at their backcourt numbers and say they are significantly better than they were last year, 
does that turn things around for Purdue? Maybe that's how I should be looking at things. And maybe I have a little bit more of an open mind when it comes to Purdue in the NCAA tournament, but maybe it's just the guard play I need to be focusing on more than just being enamored by Zach Eady. Yeah, guard play, yes, especially in the tournament. Zach Eady, it's it's odd because like Luca Garza from Iowa was the national player of the year. It, sometimes that play just doesn't translate to the next level. And I know the tournament isn't the next level, but like, I don't think Zach Eady mm -hmm. is going to be a, a, a great NBA player. So he's dominant right. during the regular season of, of college basketball. But once mm -hmm. things kind of, you know, go up and in, in level a little bit, some of those players don't necessarily uh, turn out. He's the high school guy who always goes back to his hometown and reminisces about the good old days, knowing full well that the next level just wasn't for him. So that I agree with you exactly. uh, there. Absolutely. Like Edie's probably not going to be a great NBA talent. But anyway. Okay. Uh, so I've mentioned yesterday uh, some of the key bets that I have uh, for Thanksgiving, but I do have a couple of additional props I want to share with you as far as how to bet on uh, our Thanksgiving slate. Uh, starting with the Cowboys, uh, Kate, I'm telling you here, over team total 30 and a half. Uh, they've been really good at going over their numbers uh, at home offensively. So I think they can do that again here, especially if we're talking about CeeDee Lamb going nuts and having a touchdown and uh, being able to utilize Brandon Cooks a good bit more. Jake Ferguson still being a, a, a massive commodity. And then also going to the backups once this game is at hand. Definitely think they can get to at least 31 points. So I like that one. Uh, also in the game, we had Brad Spielberger on yesterday for his weekly appearance. And he talked about uh, Oso Odigizua getting at least half a sack. And I love this one. I'm definitely taking this one at plus 140 to record at least half a sack. He has recorded 14 quarterback pressures when double team. That's tied for third most in the NFL. You would think that it would be all about containing Micah Parsons and maybe to a lesser extent Demarcus Lawrence. But no, Osa Adigizua is also getting a lot of respect. That reputation is certainly preceding him, and he's still able to record a lot of quarterback pressures. And so I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he's able to not just get a few uh, pressures, but get at least one sack on a sack-happy quarterback in Sam Howell. So that one, I think, makes a whole lot of sense. Plus, there's just better value with him recording a sack. Uh, versus Parsons or Tank. And then as far as the 49ers Seahawks game, one prop I like in Seattle's direction, we mentioned before Kenneth Walker being out. And so this is going to be the Zach Charbonnet show as far as that backfield is concerned. I'm not expecting much of a drop off here. I think Charbonnet can play really well. Uh, when you look at rushing yards over expected, he leads at a half a yard per carry over expected. Walker's in the red there. He hasn't been as efficient. Uh, success rate for Charbonnet is roughly six and a half percentage points higher than his counterpart. He has hit behind the line of scrimmage more, yes, but he's also way better in the open field, averaging one more yard after contact per carry. Obviously, when you're talking about a backup a running back, workload is a concern here. But 54 and a half rushing yards when he's the primary back, I don't think that's a big number uh, as far as the expectations. And so I would go over the 54 and a half rushing yards for Zach Charbonnet. Ooh, I, I like that, Ed. Um, you mentioned my team total for the Cowboys, over 30 and a half. I'm going to take that with you as well. Um, I'm going to tease the Lions and see, um, not the Seahawks, the Lions and um, San Francisco, the Niners. 
Mm -hmm. uh, throw those in a tease. Can I still get like I I teased this when the Lions were at seven and a half. Can I still get that number here for the Lightning bets, or do I have to take it at the eight and a half here? What are the rules? At the time of the I announcement, I believe it's how it works, Paul. Yeah, the team is on the, the floor. So, what yeah, does that put me at? at six point teaser put me at two and a half. Two and a half. You're so, so it's still a one. Okay, teaser. fine. Yeah, that's under three. I'll do. Yeah, so I'll still, still okay. do Lions in my yeah. teaser with uh with the with the Niners. Throw that in there for me. Um, and then I'm gonna mm. go with Jameer Gibbs over rushing and receiving. 78 and a half. Uh, there are some out there. This might have BetMGM. I think this is up to 81 and a half, which I will play the rules mm -hmm. fairly. BetMGM, I have to take their number. So I'll take that at 81. Right. Uh, and then I'm going over on uh, CD Lamb. Uh, his uh, receiving 91 and a half receiving yards for CD Lamb. Those are my, what is that? Three, four bets. Cowboys total, teaser, Lamb, Gibbs. There you go. Paul? All right, I'll throw in a little college hoops that starts in less than 10 minutes. So, big revenge game for Buzz <laughs> Williams and the uh, Buzz Williams and the Aggies against Penn State. Except it's not really. They lost like four starters. It's a new coach, kind of new program. Penn State played at a really slow pace last year. All of a sudden, they're trying to run it up and down the floor this year. Whereas the Aggies can't really shoot worth of anything. If anything, that's going to be what holds them back this year. So, Penn State, played, they haven't played anyone, but their defensive numbers still look pretty good. And, like, new coach, new system, new players trying to figure that all out against a A&M team that likes to play good defense as well, plays slow, and can't really shoot. I think they play this game in the 60s. So, under 136.5 is my play there. Uh, early game. I'm going to... I guess Brad was a pretty good guest this week. He's a great guest every week, obviously. But he mentioned Christian Watson, like some numbers on him to be to lead the that game in receiving yards. I'm gonna go with 80 plus at plus 475. I think that's a great number, and it's you know he's with the injuries they've got going on over there. I just think look, every week's supposed to be a Christian Watson game, but you're not asking for 100 plus. There's some juicy numbers out there on that, but 80 plus plus 475 for Christian Watson. I will take the monster dog, Washington. Maybe it gets up to 14. You can definitely wait. I don't think it's going back the other way, but I will take the 13 and a half right here. And then Logan Thomas. I mentioned the Cowboys kind of susceptible to tight ends. Could be a garbage tight end touchdown. I don't care. It still counts. Plus 420 for Logan Thomas to get in the end zone against the Cowboys. And then taking the Seahawks. Plus seven. I mean, just, just a pinch of picture. Wow. The year is 2023. It's today. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> the Cowboys have dominated. The Lions have dominated. And there is only one man that can save the sports books from all going bankrupt. And that man is Geno Smith. So Seattle plus seven. Uh, I just think this number is a little too seven. That seems a little high to me. So, And then if you want one bomb, because of course you do, it's Thanksgiving. Colby Parkinson, actually the third in red zone targets behind DK and Tyler Lockett. There's a 13 to one on him out there for an anytime touchdown in any time touchdown. So wow. I'll be playing that as well. There's like an eight to one. There's also a 13 to one. I thought you were going to channel your inner Jake Bobo there for a second. No, I, that's Joe's guy. I got to go different. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. By the way, how quickly will the social media team post our picks? Uh, if that call of going under works out. Which one? Uh, your college basketball bet that starts in five minutes. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send them over ASAP, so we'll see. 
Yeah, but that one the, works it's out. It's for the and true listeners. It's for the true right. listeners. Yeah, fair viewers. enough. Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the daily tip. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.